So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And I am so honored that you would take a a few minutes out of your busy life to listen in. I promise we will make today's episode worth your while. We're talking about a really important subject. That is the subject of affairs. And, uh, you know, what I want to say, I'm just diving in today. There's no promo. We're just going to go right for it. Because I think this is really important. And I um, I, I want to cut to the chase because here's the thing: you may maybe you're not having an affair yourself. This is becoming an unfortunate reality. There's a pretty good chance that one of your friends or somebody you're going to meet is either currently having an affair or will have an affair at some point in their life. We have seen a plethora of moral failures from very public pulpits. Most of them, the result of affairs of some variety, whether it's emotional or physical. And as as much as it is easy to throw stones at these guys because we hold them to a certain standard and they've disappointed us, they are a cross-section of what is taking place at large in society. Uh, tons of infidelity, tons of affairs. These stories are incredibly common. Uh, you know, there are guys in our community who will tell you firsthand what it's like to have an affair because they've done so, and not just with pornography. Pornography led them to prostitutes, led them to extramarital affairs with coworkers, colleagues, friends, sometimes uh, relatives—not their own relatives, but in-law relatives. Uh, we've seen a little bit of everything. And I wanted to talk about this today because sometimes we are a little bit handcuffed when we are confronted with the situation, whether you're in an affair right now or maybe you know somebody who isn't in an affair. Um, that can be really tough. Uh, both situations are, are challenging, but uh, I'm going to try, try to tackle both. And what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to start with what to do if you're having an affair because this is going to give us insights into how to handle the situation if you know of somebody that's having an affair. Now, I'll say to you, uh, the person who is is in an affair right now, uh, I want to say basically two things. The first is that you only have one way out that's healthy. You only have one way out that actually sets you up for a reasonable outcome, and that is to confess. If you do not confess, again, it's your choice, but if you choose not to confess, you will be caught. That's the only way, it's the only way the situation ends. Now, you might be able to keep it under wraps for a long time, eight years, 12 years, 18 years. Um, One, we just heard a story recently, some friends from high school, uh, turns out the parents, the dad who's a pastor was having an affair with somebody from his wife's work. And I believe the affair had been going on for a solid 10 years. So yeah, you can keep this under wraps. Now, the longer you have to think of this is imagine you have a slingshot and every day that goes by, the slingshot gets pulled back just a little bit further. And what you don't know and what nobody's telling you right now is that the slingshot is pointed at your chest. And so 
you can you can do everything in your power to keep this thing under wraps, keep it hidden, be pretty confident you'll never get caught. Keep pulling that slingshot further and further back. It only hurts more when everything finally surfaces. And if you did manage to keep it hidden until eternity, then actually the slingshot hurts a lot more when you get confronted with giving an account for everything you've done in your life. So it's it's a lose-lose if you choose not to confess. So confess or be caught, those are your options. We highly recommend you confess. Now, maybe you're you're hearing that and you're going, well, Cynthia, that's fine, but who do I, like you mean I just have to go tell my spouse I'm having an affair? Yeah, that, that is where this has to go. Um, now, if you if you maybe need some support to do that, then you could bring in a trusted friend, a pastor, a uh, relative, you know, um, you can bring someone into the situation and confess to them first and say, I need some help telling so-and-so and would you be able to give me a hand? But th- this is basically how this goes is you need to you need to stop. Now, um, I'm not going to try to reason with you if you're like, well, you know, but I'm happier with my mistress or whatever. Um, I don't have much to say to you um, because we really only deal with people who are people of character and integrity. And that might mean, that doesn't mean that they're perfect. Uh, We define integrity as nine times out of 10, you do the right thing. And the one time you don't, you own up to it. So that's, that's our working definition of integrity. If you don't have that level of integrity, that's no problem. You may not benefit a ton from this podcast. Um, But if you are a person of integrity and you're, you're ready to, you know, do something about this. Just find the most trusted person in your life, talk to them about it, confess, tell them everything. Don't, don't, don't just try to limit the damage or, you know, do damage control, tell them everything and then ask them to help you come up with a plan or strategy, something to talk to your significant other. The other thing I'm going to say is if you, uh, you know, maybe you're at that point where you're like, okay, I know I need to do this. Um, Sathya, how do I, how do I tell this to my spouse without her leaving me. I want you to listen loud and clear. There is nothing you can do to control your spouse's decision. Nothing. You cannot make the decision for her. So instead, what you can do is you can be a person of integrity. You can owe up to it, to all the t- all the things you've done, the horrible things and the pain they've caused. And you can accept that this might have wrecked your marriage. This might have ruined your relationship once and for all. And if that's the case, it will be a difficult pill to swallow. It's a better pill to swallow than the bitter pill of getting caught. So, because when you get caught, the problem is there's the, the all trust is gone in who you are. Like if you own up to it, you still lose a lot of trust. But there's still there's still something there that says, well, you at least had the decency to tell me. You at least had the decency to owe up to it. It says something. It doesn't, doesn't salvage the whole situation. It says something. But you have nothing when you get caught. Absolutely nothing. So if you're if you're in an affair, if you're having an affair rather, right now, confess or be caught. If you're gonna confess, um, you can bring someone into it. Uh, to, to maybe start, but you need to you need to start talking to your wife really quick and you need to cut off that other relationship. But what if what if I made a mistake and what if this is the person I'm supposed to be with? No, 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 it doesn't matter. You you made a covenant, you made a, a vow to one person and you violated it. That's the mistake. The mistake was already made. So go make that right. 
and then you can figure out you can figure out what else you need to do after that. If you're with somebody, uh, not with somebody, but if you have a friend or you or there's someone close to you, you know they're having an affair. I I have not actually found myself in this situation. Um, thank God, because I would probably punch whoever it was right in the face because uh, I just think that's such a heinous thing to do. Um, but again, I also have the privilege of being a very trusted friend, and um, you know I I'm just giving my friends the benefit of the doubt that they're not in these positions. But if they were, I actually would want them to come talk to me. You know, I, I would rather be that trusted friend than, um, than be left in the dark and then just kind of be blindsided by everything later. If you're in that position, you have to kind of evaluate two things. So number one is, does the, is the person looking for a way out? If they're not, okay, this is really, really important. If they're not, you have to be very clear with them. Personally, I I don't think I would be able to keep very strong associations with somebody who is comfortable being in an affair. Whether they're married and they're cheating or whether they're maybe they're single but the person they're with is married. If somebody if there's someone I know who's comfortable in that situation, I would probably distance myself from them. That's the honest truth. Now, not without a fight, not without a like, "Hey, are you sure this is what you want?" This is not who you are. I know you're better than this. Um, I would certainly, you know, give my best effort forward to to give them a way out, to help them to see things differently. But if ultimately where this thing landed is they don't want the help, they want to keep doing what they're doing. Again, I would not cut them off. I would I wouldn't be like a well, we can never be friends again. Not not this kind of ultimatum bullcrap. Don't do that. Um, but rather to just say, okay, no problem. But um, I just I know that you're of greater integrity than that. And it's going to be difficult for me to spend tons of time with somebody who is knowingly compromising their integrity like that. Again, we want to make it, we don't want to make it about this is right, this is wrong. Most people in it that are having affairs know it's wrong. Like they don't need you to lay on the conviction about that. But maybe what they need to be reminded of is uh, who they are, right? Like that's been more the angle that, that, that not that I've taken, but I have, I have, I guess, other people who have found themselves in those situations um, and they're like, well, I don't know what to say to this person. What do I do? And it's like, well, you need to remind them of who they are, right? Because you, you've made friends with this person because they were a decent individual. They, they had quality characteristics. They had integrity. They had a, a level of trust. And clearly, they're behaving outside of those parameters. So you have a chance to remind them of who they are, to give them a chance to, to go back, you know, and to make these wrongs right. If they're not willing to do that, there's not much you can do. Okay. Now on the other side, if you're that person where, um, you know, maybe, maybe someone's come to you and they're like, Hey, I'm having an affair. I need your help. I, I know, I, I know it's wrong. Um, I know you probably hate me more for hearing that, but like, if there's kind of that humility, you know, like I'm admitting it, I'm owning it and I'm just coming to you because I'm stuck and you're the one person I could trust and I need some help. This is this is the kind of these are the kinds of people we want to be friends with. Obviously, ideally, we have friends who are never having affairs, but again, nobody's perfect. And if mistakes do happen, we want to be friends with the people who are going to owe up their own their mistakes rather and owe up to you know the consequences and anything else that might come with it. So, in this situation, there's a couple things that we want to do. Number one is we actually want to be super empathetic. All right, we want to lead with empathy. Because we have to remember, people don't, nobody wakes up one day and says, you know what, I'm going to have an affair. Nobody wakes up and says, you know what, today I'm going to start my porn addiction, 
right? People fall into these places because they typically, they they suck at coping, right? They're, they're not doing a good job coping with the cares of life, pain or pressure or whatever it might be. So these people have failed to give themselves the empathy that they needed to work through some of their more fundamental woundings or pain points or whatever it might be. So the best thing we can do is provide empathy. Wow, that must have taken a lot of courage to share that. Thank you. Thanks so much for looping me in. That, that, that's a shock. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm kind of blown away right now. And I don't really know what to think or what to say. But I really do appreciate you telling me that. Thank you. Um, how long has this been going on? It's okay to ask some questions. When did this start? Well, what was happening? Well, you know, uh, so-and-so, we were, we were fighting a lot. And, um, you know, she said a couple things that really hurt me. And I, I should have just, you know... I should have had a conversation with her about it, but I didn't. And, you know, this coworker has been giving me some extra attention at work and da 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 right? Like, it, again, we want to lead with empathy because empathy is how we get the truth, right? Like, it, and that's what we want because this person needs to rebuild trust. And the way they do that is by coming forth with the truth. And the, the optimal way for someone to be truthful is safety. Safety is the, the most conducive environment to uh, to the truth. So, what we want to do is we want to be safe people. We want to lead with empathy. And then what we want to do is we want to point them to the inevitable outcome of this, which is, hey, you you need to tell your spouse. Um, you need to cut ties with your mistress and you need to tell your spouse. So that's that's where we start. And what, what we, we can offer different things. Now, you shouldn't offer to be there for that conversation because it's really not your business. Uh, sure, they've kind of made it your business by you know looping you in a little bit, but you're the you're the 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 catalyst. You're the the spark plug. You're you're gonna help things kind of. Um, you're gonna encourage them in that direction, but ultimately they need to have the conversation themselves. Now, you could also direct them to some resources. I think that's why, like, for you guys who listen to this podcast regularly, the benefit is not just that you become a better person and you learn some things and you apply what we teach and your life starts to improve, that's like the first layer. But the second like sort of subliminal goal of this podcast is we're trying to equip you so that you're prepared because these situations are real. They impact all kinds of people. I guarantee you there's people in, in your life right now that are having affairs. And so we want you to be equipped so that you're ready to deal with this kind of stuff. And so um, part of that might mean that rather than you having all the answers, you at least just know the resources. Hey, I, I don't know that I can really help you with this properly. Um, I know that you need to talk to your spouse, but go check out this resource or let's see if we can find some resources together. That, that, would, be, that would be an amazing way for you to really assert yourself as a safe person, um, not taking the responsibility of the situation though. And not um, not getting letting them off the hook, but saying no together. Let's find some let's find some resources. Let's make sure you do this right. And then uh, whatever you do, don't give them an out for talking to their spouse. Like you have to you have to probably maybe even give them some deadlines. Like bro, by the end of the week, you need to do this. This should not be like a super calculated, well planned out thing. Because remember, it is far worse, far far worse to be caught than it is to confess. And every day that goes by, you increase the risks of you being caught. That's a bad, bad place to be. Not you being caught. I guess in this case, it's your friend. But we don't want that to happen. So the way that we do that is we we make sure that uh, they're quick acting. We provide resources where we can. And we lead with empathy. And we say, hey, I, I don't know wh where all this lands or how this is all going to end. I'm here for you. I'm going to do everything I can to help you. And then and then that's, that's kind of the end of that. 
So uh, hopefully this gives you an idea of, of how to handle what is a very precarious situation. Affairs are nasty business and um, yeah, they make things very complicated, but there are better ways to handle this and, than, than others. And so I, I wanted to give you guys some ideas on what that looks like. I hope it was helpful. And if you have any other questions, you can always write us in questions at sathiasam.com. We make it nice and easy. Uh, but in the meantime, guys, thanks for listening. Have an amazing day, okay? We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.